This
morning, Rochelle. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, men. I'd just like to take a moment before we dive in and take all the uh, responses uh, to acknowledge all of our men, all of our fathers, uh, uncles, all the men who are important in our lives, those who have lost important men. I'd just like to acknowledge as we are approaching our Father's Day, and if I so kindly can share a brief, brief, brief share for the men. It's a poem by my dear friend of mine, this is Montavis Sims, and it reads, the poem is entitled, The Steps of a Good Man Are Ordered by the Lord. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. There are some, there are same extraordinary men who never receive awards. No matter what people say, good men still exist. Good men fight in prayer. Instead of fighting with lists, a good man will be a strong leader. A good woman makes a man's life sweeter. A good man will provide and protect, and a good man will is worthy of respect. A good man knows he has a calling on his life, and a good man will acknowledge Jesus Christ. A good man has no problem being humble, and he just laughs at people what want him to stumble, who want him to stumble. A good man knows how to to make decisions, and a good man knows he's his only competition. A good man is not insecure, and a strong man is masculine and mature. Young men may be strong, but older men are wise. If a man is, a, is on a mission, you can see it in his eyes. A good man knows how to respect others. Men, men who respect other men sometimes call each other brothers. Every boy should want to Every boy should want to know one day be a man. Nobody can stop you if you're inside of God's plan. A wise man learns from mistakes. A man that's overlooked may one day be great. Making it to heaven will be a great, but a, making it to heaven will be a good man's reward. And the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Psalms 37, 33. Um, thank you for that for time. At this time, I want to open up the panel to say good morning. Good morning to everyone. Good morning, God morning, great morning. This is a good Friday. God morning, great morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. 
Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else may be on this line at the time? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Happy Friday. It's Happy Michael. Friday. It's Michael. Michael, yes. Brother Michael, good morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line? Good morning. Here's someone. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning. This is Juanita. God morning. Great morning. Who else may be on the line at this time? Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. God morning. Great morning. Who else may be on the line? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is a great morning. It's a good Friday morning. Good morning. God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning, humble Al. God bless you all this morning. Declare Rick, Brother Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else may be on the line at this time? Good morning. Great morning. This is a beautiful day. God morning, great morning. Who else on the line at this time? Beautiful day. Thank God you're alive. Good morning, great morning. God morning. Who else on the line at this time? Thank God for good morning. being alive. Hey, happy amen. Friday. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Yes, and I am happy to be alive. It is a great morning. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being on this line this time. At this moment, we're going to shift our gears and get started. <clears throat> Before we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to ask that you look at your phones. Mute your phones, please. And as we proceed, please look at your phones. Check your phones second. Again, just make sure your phone's on mute so we don't interrupt our calls or people um, interfere, uh, putting in their efforts in. Thank you, thank you at this time. At this time, we're gonna proceed. Hello, my name is Humble Al, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting from 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, to edify, empower, and encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Continue joining us through the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Self-Control and Discipline. This month, each declarer will focus on how yielding on the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, God-ordained life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Joining us this evening, join us this evening at 6 Pacific Time, 8 Central Time, 9 Eastern Time for Friday Night Live. Sister D.B. Felder will be will share with us on the subject, Restore, you are sure to be blessed. A prayer request from the app today, um, these earliest has um, Sister JC, who has been traveling um, to Texas, 
um, just praying for her family, for traveling mercy, uh, and, and her safety. And God, that God be with her and her family. Uh, <clears throat> all right. The order of this call is prayer, corporate praise, will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Brother Pierre. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Once again, the order of this call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Brother Pierre. Then we'll go right into our closing comments hosted by the declarer. Our scripture for the day comes from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. May the, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to focus on you until instructed to come from you. <clears throat> At this time, Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God the Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning. Declare victory. Glory to your name. Glorious Friday it is. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God, for another day, Lord God. You have opened up our eyes this morning, Lord God. You have waken us up this morning, Lord God. And for that, we say thank you, Lord God. Glory to your name. Lord God, there is so much that we have to be grateful for, Lord God. So we want to say thank you, Lord God, for everything. And everything, we give thanks. Hallelujah, Lord God. Father God, thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for the opportunity, Lord God, glory to your name, to lift up the name, hallelujah, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, glory. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, thank you, Lord God, for hallelujah, this sixth month of the year, Lord God, this month, Lord God, hallelujah, that where we receive declarations, Lord God, hallelujah, your word, Lord God, hallelujah, self-discipline, Lord God self-control, Lord God. Thank you, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that you are the one, Lord God, that provides the increase, Lord God, of every fruit, Lord God, that we bear in our lives today, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. I know, Brother Jeff, hallelujah, definitely need, hallelujah, self-control, discipline, Lord God, direction, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We just want to honor you, Lord God, and serve you, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, yes, Lord God. Obedience. Yes, Lord. Thank you. We know that obedience, hallelujah, Lord God, is greater than sacrifice, Lord God. We just want to love you, Lord God, and be obedient, Lord God, to your holy word, Lord God, which takes self-control, Lord God. 
Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We know in your word, Lord God, he tells us that, hallelujah, your people perish for lack of knowledge, Lord God. But it's also true, Lord God, we perish because we lack discipline. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. But you, oh, glory to your name. You are the one that provides us with all that we need. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we are ones that humble ourselves, Lord God, and we kneel down, Lord God, and we pray, and we give thanks, Lord God. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So, Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, and stand against evil. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. The wickedness, Lord God, that's going on all around us in this sin-sick world. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Sometimes, Lord God, our hearts get heavy, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, glory to your name. When we look at the state of the nation, Lord God, and what's going on in the world today, Lord God, but thanks be to God that, Lord God, you are in control. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for loving me, Lord God. Thank you for loving us, Lord God. Hallelujah. For tugging at our hearts, Lord God, and our mind, Lord God, and helping us to turn, Lord God, and to repent. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah. Let her say, yes, Lord God. This morning, we want to lift up your daughter, JC, Lord God, and family, Lord God. And, and we pray and we ask, Lord God, for traveling grace and mercy, Lord God, as they travel to and fro, Lord God. Lord God, we stand in agreement, Lord God, in covering her, your daughter and that family, Lord God, for traveling grace, traveling mercies. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for your angels, Lord God, that are camped about around them, Lord God. Glory to your name. Victory when we pray. Hallelujah. Lord God, I, yes, I continue, Lord God, to lift up the city of Oakland, Lord God. Every city in the Bay Area, Lord God, in the state of California, Lord God, specifically, Lord God, I want to pray and lift up the city of Oakland. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Cast out every foul, dynamic spirit, Lord God, that come against that city. Hallelujah, Lord God. There are saints still praying in that city. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. We place our trust in you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity, Lord God, to cry out to you this morning, Lord God. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray for our children. Thank you. Hallelujah. For watching over my grandkids, Lord God, and my adult children, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. But, Lord God, we need, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, a special prayer for our teenage children, Lord God. The enemy cannot have our children. No. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So thank you, Lord God, for your protection and covering, Lord God, over our children, Lord. It's summertime, Lord God. Give them a safe place, Lord God, to play. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Place where they can go and study, Lord God. Thank you for watching over our children, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. 
so much is going on in the world today, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, I continue, Lord God, to pray for this nation, Lord God, the United States of America. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord, thank God that we place our trust in you and not in government, Lord God. But we pray, Lord God, that we have saints, God-fearing folks in office, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God that will look out for the needs of the people in this nation, Lord God. From the White House down to the mayor's office, Lord God, we pray. Oh, glory to your name, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, I continue to pray, Lord God, for every minister, Lord God, every pastor, Lord God, that are up in the wee hours of the night praying over their congregation. Yes, hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. Every declarer, Lord God, connected to this line, declare victory, Lord God. I lift them up to you as well, Lord. I pray your protection and covering over them, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, glory to your name. Lord God, sometimes I get excited, Lord God. I'm still excited. Hallelujah, Lord God, about your love. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for your love, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. There's so much that I could pray for, Lord God. But right now, I'm going to ask every saint, Lord God, every victim, Lord God, to come off. Hallelujah, Lord. And help collectively. Yes, Lord. We're going to praise you collectively. Let's take our phones off of mute and, hallelujah, send up a glory to pray this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 H
Manifest yourself, Lord God. In One moment, family. Let me um, reach out to Pierre again. Hold on.
um, Brother Jeff, uh, seems like is there an ambassador that can share? Um, one of the men is Elder Jonathan or um, Good morning, family. Um, good morning, family. This is uh, Pastor Daryl. And um, good morning, if, Pastor Daryl. Good morning. Good morning. If um, you need someone to stand in the stead, I'd be more than happy to on this morning. The sanctuary is yours, sir. To God be the glory. <laughs> to God be the glory. Good morning, family. Yeah. I pray that. All of you all are well. I do want to say happy Father's Day to all of the fathers and the men that are on the line. Uh, again, we celebrate each and every father that is here where there's not a whole lot of accolades, maybe a whole lot of mention about, again, fathers, especially those that are either very attentive in the family structure, whether they're in the home, out of the home, but they're still Assuming those responsibilities, we just want to celebrate fathers all around the world. So with that being stated, amen, if you would very quickly, I'm just going to get a quick word of prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for the preparation. I thank you, Lord, for every father, Lord God, that is on this line, Lord God, or even those that are in earshot, that are ear hustling. Lord God, I pray, Father, that you just continue to bless us, that we be able, Lord God, to hold the mantle that you've given us and being able to be the covering, Lord God, the prophet, the priest, and the king, Lord God, of our families and communities. And Lord, I just pray that this word that's being shared on this morning, that Lord God, you allow it to come with power and with understanding, but Lord God, even more application, and Lord, will forever Give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your darling and matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Amen. I just want to make sure. Can everybody still hear me okay? Amen. Then we're, we're going to get started. Amen. Again, we say happy Father's Day. Uh, I'm just so blessed this week. It's been a blessed week. I had an opportunity to celebrate my birthday on Wednesday as well and then we're getting ready for father's day on sunday kind of funny anecdote back when a family was really trying to get established is that on my birthday uh the kids would so often they would give me a shirt and then they would let me know that on sunday dad we'll give you the pants that match it so we always still laugh about that right now but that's really the role of a father so since it's Ben's day i'm going to make a statement I believe that would probably cause a healthy debate and discussion on this morning and probably in most basketball and most of the barbershops as well, because I believe, family, that one of the greatest basketball players of all time, in which many consider to be the GOAT, and men, don't jump on me if we have a difference of opinion, ladies also, but I believe the greatest basketball player of all time is his Aaronist Michael Jordan. Now, I remember that there were those who who thought that they could possibly hoop and ball like Michael, that they thought they 
they could want it to be like Mike so much more that even people all over the world, they wore his shoes, and many people still do. All over the world, they wear his jerseys, where many people still do. They wanted to wear their shorts the way he wore his shorts, and they even wanted to, when they were balling and hooping, they wanted to stick their tongues out in the middle of a shot just the way Michael Jordan did. It's because whatever they had to do and whatever we had to do, we would do it because ultimately we wanted to play like Michael Jordan on the basketball court. But what I want us to realize, whether you're a basketball fan or not, is that it would be so illogical, declare victory, for many of us to expect to do what Michael Jordan did publicly without practicing the way he did privately. Can I say that one more time? It would be so illogical, my brothers and sisters, for anybody to expect to do great things publicly without practicing what we're able to do privately. Because it would simply be so unrealistic to want the success of Michael Jordan without enduring the rigors of his preparation. Now, I believe that most people wouldn't even believe it, but, you know, again, this is not necessarily by Michael Jordan, but it's a main thing in the story because a lot of people wouldn't believe that Michael wasn't always an all-star athlete. It's because in high school, Michael Jordan, believe it or not, was cut from his varsity basketball team during his sophomore year. And even back then, when it came to his hoop game, students even made fun of Michael Jordan for sticking his tongues out during the game which has now become his signature. So now, I want you to know that with Michael Jordan, that even though the odds were completely against him, but what Michael Jordan had that many of us have not obtained yet is Michael had an unbelievable drive and resilience, all because Michael, he was willing to work in the cold on his, on his game. He worked in the heat on his game. He worked before practice, before everybody got there. He worked after practice, everybody, after everybody had left. He worked when he was tired and he wanted to give up. He worked when everybody went to the party and wanted to hang out with their family and friends. He worked during basketball season, and Michael Jordan was even willing to work in the off-season of his game. It was all because Michael Jordan's goal was to make sure to perfect his game. And so through private practices that he scheduled, he became a public phenomenon. All because, watch this, declare victory, Michael made the decision to discipline himself. And through discipline, Michael Jordan became one of the greatest athletes of all time in the world. And because of that, therefore, many players, many people, they could never perform like Mike did in public, all because many players, many people, they're not willing to do what Mike did in private. So on this morning, what I simply came to let you know is that what Michael Jordan somehow did for basketball, watch this, Jesus is to life. You see, when we walk and when we talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, understand that Jesus, that he is unequivocally and undeniably 
the greatest of all time. No matter what category you put him in, Jesus is the greatest because his name is the most famous name, whether on earth or in heaven or anywhere in the universe of all time, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. That's why Jesus is unequivocally and undeniably the greatest of all time, so much so declare victory that even time is divided based on his birth because you are either found before Christ, B.C., or A.D. after Christ's death. Realize Jesus is the greatest of all time because even the book about him, the Bible, is the best-selling book of all times. Why? It's because Jesus is the greatest of all time. And I firmly believe on this morning, my brothers and sisters, that there's somebody here today on this prayer line who wants to be just like him. But however, just in the case with Michael Jordan, that there's no way There is no way, my brothers and sisters, we can ever be like Jesus in public without emulating what he did in private. So understand that we must do more than just admire Jesus' public performance. But what we must do is we must investigate what did he do in his private life. Now, I'm here to let you know, in order to be like Jesus, then we have to study what Jesus did and mimic what his patterns were. So what that simply means on this morning is that if Jesus prayed, then guess what? We should pray. But if Jesus fasted, then guess what? We should fast. And if Jesus served, then guess what? As we all know, we should serve. Because all of the private practices that Jesus performed produce a public phenomenon in the person of Jesus Christ. And it's because, in a word, the reason that made Jesus so great is that Jesus was disciplined. Jesus was disciplined. And likewise for us, that in order for us to do what Jesus did, and what he's currently doing, and to be who Jesus was and is, then we must be willing to embrace what I like to call spiritual discipline. Now, when it comes to discipline, discipline is oftentimes always overlooked, but realize that discipline, declare victory, is an extremely important part of Jesus' character is because I believe that Jesus modeled what we would consider to be a consistent pattern of spiritual disciplines during his earthly ministry. So realize that if Jesus, watch this, who is God? We don't have to determine that. We already know that. Jesus, who is God, that if he had to be disciplined, then how much more should we then do the same? In the word of God, in 1 Timothy, I want to read this particular passage of scripture in two different versions. First of all, 1 Timothy 4 and 7 in the NIV version, it reads, having nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, 
train yourself to be godly. Train yourselves to be godly. First Timothy, again, chapter 4, verse 7, I'm going to read it from the American Standard Version. It reads, but refuse profane and old wise tale, and exercise thyself into godliness. Exercise thyself into godliness. So NIV says, train yourselves to be godly. The ASV version says, exercise thyself unto godliness. Now, what I want you to understand is that this word in the ASV version, exercise, or even train in the NIV version, is translated in the Greek vernacular as gymnasia. Gymnasia is where we get the word gymnasium. But why is this important on this morning that we understand this word gymnasia, which is our American or equivalent English version of gymnasium? It's simply because the Apostle Paul, what he is saying is that if you're going to be godly, then it's going to take a spiritual workout in the gym of discipline. It's going to take a spiritual workout in the gym of discipline because we will never be as strong as we can be in our faith until we exercise certain muscles on a consistent basis. And godliness won't happen simply because you want it, because you think you show up and you've punched your time clock and your spiritual attendance. It will only happen when you begin to exercise your faith, not and only because you now become, become to will it. And in the same way that we go to the gym to exercise our natural bodies, Understand it's the same way we must go to the Father like Jesus did and exercise our spiritual bodies because it's the kind of practice that even though it does not make you perfect, but what this exercise of our spiritual bodies will do is that it will make you better. So what I'd like to do on this morning, being conscious of the time, is to highlight one spiritual discipline that constantly is done in the life of Jesus. And that spiritual discipline that I want us to focus on on this morning, believe it or not, my dear friends, is simply called prayer. Because when we start off with prayer, I want to ask some self-evaluation questions, and I want you to answer them as honestly as possible, and you can answer them within yourself internally. So the question I want to ask you is, how often do you really pray? I mean, not just on the the declare victory prayer line, but how often do you really pray? And another question I want to ask is, when you pray, what do you say? Is the prayer all about you? Is it all about trying to fulfill your wants and your needs? What do you, when you pray, what do you say? Is your prayer an ecclesiastical, ecclesiastical or church-mandated prayer, or is it a guilty pleasure for you that you're always looking for an opportunity to get in and pray? Or do you really enjoy prayer as much as Jesus did, or does it feel like when you have to pray, it's a chore? Because what I want you to realize, Declare Victory, is that Jesus, he placed such a high priority on prayer. But why? And what did prayer do for Jesus that helped him to live a more disciplined life? Well, let's look at a few scriptures that tracks 
Jesus' prayer life. If you have your Bibles or your devices, the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verse number 28 through 29, the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verse number 28 through 29, the Word of God reads, about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face, watch this, changed. And his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Now, when we read the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verse 28 through 29, according to this passage, prayer changes our outlook. Let me say that again. According to Luke 9, 28, 29, prayer changes our outlook. But not only does it change our outlook, but it also changes what we look like to others. You see, what's happening in the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verse 28 through 29, is that Jesus is praying, and in the midst of his praying, he transfigures. Or this is a biblical term that simply says he changes his form right in front of the disciples. Now, what I want you to understand that when we talk about transfigures or transfiguration, we're not talking about Jesus changed his clothes or he didn't. He did some type of waving of a magic wand to change what he looked like. No, it was the perception of the disciples that his appearance changed the moment he prayed. You see, declare, that, declare victory in the same way when you and I pray. Realize that whenever you pray and you're praying accordingly in alignment of the Holy Spirit, that change is inevitable. And that because change is inevitable, even though your conditions may not immediately change, your circumstances may currently remain the same, but what I want you to understand is that prayer will change how you respond to the crisis you are facing. But not only will it change the way you respond because you will have peace in the midst of the storm, you will have faith and hope in the midst of calamity, but prayer will also change how people see you in the crisis. They want to see this God that you talk about, that you serve, that when you are in the fire, how does your relationship and your faith in Jesus Christ, how will it change the way people see you respond in the midst of the crisis? Now, I ain't trying to say you got to be perfect, but somewhere along the line, your hope got to get anchored to your faith, and your faith got to be anchored into Jesus Christ. And all of that is started off with the perpetuation of getting on your knees and praying to God. So understand that without prayer, nothing transfigures. I believe we'll find in the Gospel of Mark 135, Gospel of Mark, first chapter, verse number 35, the word of God reads, Verily, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. He left, got up, left the house, went to a solitary place where he prayed. Now, what we're finding in Mark 135 reveals that prayer was such a priority in the life of Jesus that he removed himself from the noise of life in order to do it, which is prayer, in order to pray with intention. Now, while I'm pretty sure that many of us pray, even while you're driving the car, you might not pray you ain't closing your eyes, but you might be praying while you're driving the car. 
You might be praying for those of you all that are at work right now. You may be praying when you're getting the kids ready for school or when you're getting the kids ready for church. But my question is, how often do we really retreat somewhere silently with solitude to intentionally seek Jesus or seek God in prayer in order to focus on God and God alone? It's simply because prayer is so easy to do, and yet it's so difficult to maintain. But in order to witness its fruit, then you must have to find a place where you have retreated, isolated yourself to concentrate your energies and remove yourself from the noise of life. That's why Jesus withdrew himself frequently in the Bible in order so that he can be refreshed in the presence of God. And in a like manner, understand that the discipline of prayer, when it comes to the discipline of prayer, it will help us to be refreshed and also to refresh the things around us. Let's, let's just say, for example, many of us, we, we have our smart devices, our phones, we have our laptops, we have our desktops, and with that, you have connectivity to the internet. Now, if you use the internet and you are reading the news, every morning I get an email from Apple giving me the world news of that day, then you realize, depending on, again, how much you want to be informed so that your prayers can be specifically targeted to some of the things that are currently going on now, you know how important it is that when you read the news, that you have to refresh that page is because the page that you possibly visited hours ago will now have new information made available throughout the day of the ongoing news story that are transpiring around the world or locally where you live. But realize that if you were on your laptop, on your computer, on your smartphone, if you click that little small circular icon known as the refresh button, then what will happen is you will not see any new news or any new urgent information if you don't click that refresh button. So we know on this morning that when it comes to the beauty of prayer is that whenever you press that refresh button on your prayer life, that the refresh button, it will bring current updated information on the outlook of your life cares and your concerns that are being downloaded for God. Because if we do not enter into the presence of God with an intentional focus, an intentional concentration, then what we might be just living on is expired data. Some of our prayers, we might be living on expired prayers. Some of our worship, we might be living on expired worship, expired revelation. But until you hit that refresh button spiritually and have the discipline to line up in prayer, then we will be in the current season where God is and the revelation that he's ready to release in all of our lives. So make sure that whatever we do, we have an intentional focus and concentration to make sure in prayer that we're not living on expired data. But I also want you to know that whenever we enter into prayer, that God, what he'll do is he'll whisper hidden jewels of revelation into our ears. And that's where when God begins to speak and whisper in your ear, that's when new business ideas will come from. That's where you'll get a hunch 
of where you need to move instead of going left. God told you to go right. That you have an us instead of going one way. He'll tell you to go the other way. That's when we are transformed in such a way that others will begin to identify, discern, and know that my brother, my sister, you must have been with God on this morning because your countenance and your interaction with them has changed. Your dialogue with them has changed. Your posture has changed. Your focus has changed. All because prayer will cause you to rise above life's dismal and depressing waters that this world will try to offer. And it would also help us see the world from an angle in which we're able to see it from heaven. Don't believe me? Let's go to Matthew 14, 22 through 25, the Gospel of Matthew, the 14th chapter, verse number 22 through 25. Matthew 14, 22 through 25, it reads, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. And while he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself intentionally to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land. Buffeted by the waves because of the winds, was it against, was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Now, Declare victory. The request that Peter made to Jesus, who is God, was actually a request of prayer. It's because in one sentence, that one request that Peter asked Jesus when he saw Jesus coming to them, walking on the water, that Peter requested Jesus that if it is you, allow me to walk on this water because of that one sentence, that one request to walk on top of that in which other people had drowned in. What if I told you on this morning that God wants to increase the discipline of your prayer life, not just to bore you, but to enable you? It's simply because God doesn't want to restrict you through prayer, but what God wants to do is to empower you. And furthermore, God, I believe, his desire is he wants to elevate our perspective above situations that other people are drowning in. Other people are drowning financially. Other people are drowning emotionally. Other people are even in church on every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Friday, but they are drowning spiritually. Why? It's because they're not tapping in to the discipline of prayer in which God will empower you through prayer to elevate your perspective above situations that are causing other people to drown in. But what I also want you to know is that prayer also helps you to get to the same destination while taking an alternative route. Because what I want you to remember is that the disciples in Matthew 14, 22 through 25, they had to row to get to where they were going in the lake. But Matthew 14 also states that after Jesus prayed, that Jesus walked there. You see, prayer 
Almighty. Prayer is going to make the process easier. Because some people are trying to roll to their purpose, roll to their destiny. They're working their energies and they're working their own, their own possibilities, their own efforts, and they're rolling against winds, rolling against waves, while other people are lying down in the discipline of prayer and they're able to walk on top of a thing that other people are drowning in. They're able to walk on top of a bad economy, walk on top of a dry season, walk on top of a failed relationship, walk on top when it comes to receive a fresh and renewed word of revelation, walk on top where other people are rowing and struggling. Other people are able to get to their destination a bit easier in the process because of the empowerment of of prayer. So understand that whenever you pray, God will allow you and have to take an alternative route, and you will still arrive at the proper destination on time. My brother, yeah, they might have the promotion right now, but God is taking you a different route. Yeah, they might have the family right now. God is taking you, my sister, a different route. And guess what? At the end of the day, not only will you get there, but you'll get there in more abundance because prayer will redeem the time. And the reason I say that is because Matthew 14 proves it. Look here, Matthew 14, 22 through 25. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get in the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, though, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. We find that Jesus sent the disciples ahead of him, which means that the disciples left before he did. But guess what? Jesus still caught up with them in the dawn of the day. And you know that in the same manner that whenever we pray, prayer will help us to catch up that even though whenever you feel that you've fallen behind schedule in life, that when you pray, God discloses divine strategies, not good ideas, but God divine strategies in order to get you back to where you belong. So that's why prayer is a non-negotiable. It's because prayer is the catalyst for the cultivation of intimacy with God. That anytime you ever want to be close to anybody in this world or in this life, then you have to have communication with him or her. You have to talk to him or her and know that with God, the same rules apply. Because one of the benefits of intimacy is that you're going to be able to hear better all because you're closer to the person you're in communication, dialogue, or relationship with. So what that means is that prayer, it brings you closer to God in such a way that prayer will amplify the voice of God by bringing down your voice and amplifying his voice. And that whenever we get close enough to hear God, then thus that's where we're in position to receive spiritual counsel and direction from him. So as we prepare for greetings and love, life, and victory. 
declare victory, realize the ultimate prayer that it puts us in position to receive divine counsel. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I know I face some times in my life, and maybe you face some dilemmas in your life where we've all needed God's help or we needed some help. And thus we needed not just count, we needed divine counsel. I believe Isaiah 9 and 6 says, and it puts it this way, that for us a child was born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You see, the Word of God says that Jesus is a wonderful counselor. But how can you receive counsel from Jesus unless you have somehow visited his office or visited where he's located? You see, prayer is the office where Jesus sits with us. It's where Jesus nods his head with us. It's where Jesus allows us to lie down in green pastures on his couch where we're where he has enough tissues for the whole world to crown his shoulders and yet he cares about you because Jesus specifically wants time to focus on you if if you were his only child. Sometimes the only counsel we'll ever need is the counsel that we don't have to pay for. You see, prayer is a free spiritual service that allows you and I to bring all of our concerns all to a wonderful counselor himself. So realize that if Jesus is God, and we know he is, that if Jesus, who is God, had to be disciplined, then how much more, my brothers and sisters, should we do the same? That Jesus placed such a high priority on prayer. And the truth is, as we prepare into love, life, and victory, so should we. I want to ask this because it would be remiss if we understand the spiritual discipline of prayer. And yes, we've done corporate prayer at the beginning of the call. But I'm going to make a challenge right now that we have an intimate prayer with God right now, just you and God, right where you are. So if you're led and you want to join in on this for like one minute, one, let's make it two, two minutes, just two minutes. Let's just begin to have an intimate prayer, connecting with God in prayer. You may unmute yourselves right where you are and join me as we enter into prayer. Father, Mm -hmm. thank you right now. God, I glorify you. We thank you, Lord God, for this discipline. God, we ask you that you move God, like that. Father, have the right now, God, Thank you, Lord God. 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 Thank you, Lord God.
Amen. At this time, amen, we thank God for each and every last one of you all for being able to do so. And, and I encourage you to make sure, not just with the Killer Victory Prayer Line, it is important that we come together corporately, but you make some dedicated time to steal away so that you can have an intentional focus on God. Amen. At this time, we're going to ask that if there's anyone who had not had an opportunity to say good morning, uh, at this time, you may unmute yourself and share with the group. Amen. Amen. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. How's everybody doing this morning? Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. So good to hear from you. Amen. And thank you so much. Anyone else? Anyone else? Pastor Durham, man of God, angel sent from heaven. My God, I just want to say good morning. Thank you so much for coming on over here and blessing us this morning. Thank you for filling in. I just want to say that before we get started, so I'll, I'll have a time just to bless you, to praise you and give God blessings unto you for stepping in and spreading that word. It was definitely a needed word. Have a great day, sir. Thank you again. Amen. God bless you, my sister. Any time to be willing to serve, it is my honor and privilege to be able to do so. Amen. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor. Thank you so much, <laughs> and thank you for reminding me to stay disciplined and stay in prayer with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you as well, sister. God bless you. Amen. There was someone else as well. 
Good morning, Pastor Daryl. This is persistent. I just want to say thank you for stepping in. So appreciative of you and happy birthday and happy Father's Day. And God bless you, man of God. It was just real good, real, real good, and so needed. Thank you again. Amen. Thank you, persistent. You know I'll always love your name, right? You're going to fight through to get through. <laughs> God bless you. And thank you so much. So much. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. This is Jubilant. Yes, that was a powerful um, uh, declaration. Very thought-provoking. And um, please pray for me because that's a struggle for me. I'm getting that word, but the, the prayer part is the hardest. So. Thank you. Jubilant, I will definitely be interceding on your behalf. And there is a fight to keep you distracted, to keep you from praying. But my prayer is you will push through it, develop that gymnasia, that muscle, exercise that muscle of prayer and watch your life go in a whole other dimension than it already is. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Belcher. Thank you so much for stepping in and always being ready for a needed word. While I was on the call, I got a call from my sister that my brother-in-law is in the hospital. His name is Gary. Could you please lift the Houston family up for me? Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, for the Houston family. We pray right now, Lord, right now that, Lord God, your healing bomb will move right now over Brother Gary, Lord God. Father, we may not know the situation, but you do. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you ordain, you anoint the hands of the doctor, the nurses, the anesthesiologists, Lord God. Father, we declare victory over not only Jared's life, but the Houston family life right now. And Father, as we stand together in prayer, Lord God, we believe it in faith, Lord God, and declare it so. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. It's Krishana. Just want to say good morning. Happy birthday. God bless you. Thank you so much for stepping in. Thank you, Lord, for sending Brother Belcher by to give us a word of encouragement this morning. God bless you. God bless you, Krishna. And thank you for that, that prayer and that word of empowerment as well. Amen. Anyone else? Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, it's Didi, sir. Listen, so many babies are born this month. My son, two sons, a grandson, my pastor's birthday today, my grandson's birthday today, the mighty man of God. Oh, yeah, my, my grandson is four. Pastor 75, I'm just grateful. Happy Father's Day, and I'm with everybody else. You blew this morning. Oh, Jesus. All I got to say is thank you, sir, and enjoy Father's Day. You're going to get your pants. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I'm going to strut that thing. (laughs) Thank you, Dee. Love you. Anyone else? Amen. Let's move to Love Life Victory. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Oh, this is just on the album, man. I just want to acknowledge, man. That was a good word, right on time, right on cue. Thank you. Brother Al, that means a lot, man. You you, you you come with a heavy mantle, man. So thank you, Brother Al. I really appreciate that. Hey, man, we're going to move to Love Like Victor. Is there anyone that wants to share anything um, that you receive 
from the word or anything that the Holy Spirit is placed on your heart to share with the group? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. I, I want to thank you again for just like um, Rochelle said, jumping in. Um, and it was like you jumped in with, uh, with a prepared word as if it, you were scheduled. It's <laughs> 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 like really good, you know. Um, and I want to thank you. I've heard um, many different takes, so to speak, on uh uh, the story of Jesus walking on water, right? Um, mm-hmm. I have many different takes on it, but the way that you broke it down this morning gave me a whole different uh, perception of what it meant when, you know, he went under and um, because he took his eyes off God. And um, um, But when we're able to stand on the water, it just changes our perception when you talked about um, how we look at our problems and how we deal with our problems and how other people see us as we walk through our problems. Because, you know, when we profess God, people do expect us to act a certain way, right? Um, Yes. They really have their eyes on us, right? Because they're looking for us to fail uh, somehow, right? And so um, I believe it really is about uh, our perception. And um, on a larger scale, it's about, you know, our faith and trust in God. Because you said it, you know, um, when we pray, things may not, and oftentimes they don't change immediately, right? Um, Someone else said a long time ago, and I'll never forget what she said, but she said, when we pray, you know, God is doing a million things, and I'm kind of exaggerating, but he's doing so many things in the background to make that prayer come into fruition, right? Um, And we have no idea how he's working things out, but he does, right? So things may Mm -hmm. not change in the immediate, but I am a witness that the way I see things change, the way I see things or the way I feel about things, or I'm just made stronger in the wait for the change, right? I'm made stronger. Right. right. So I want to thank you for that because um, I've never heard it like that. Um, but that gave me a whole different uh, understanding of that passage of text. So thank you, and God bless you. Happy birthday. I would say the Marilyn Monroe version, but that may be too seductive here. For <laughs> Just go <gonna> say <laughs> happy birthday, Pastor. God bless you and happy holidays. Yes, good morning again. This is Sister Sylvia. Uh, I want to thank you again for your declaration and just the the power of prayer. And it reminded me of a time when my church I used to belong to, we would go out and provide lunches and pray with the uh, the unhoused. And I remember I was praying and one of the, uh, some of the people that were with us, they said, how did you, how did you learn how to pray like that? And I hadn't even thought about it, but then I remembered that it was from being on a prayer line um, that I joined with Sister Lisa Porter years ago, 
and just being learning and, and being taught how to pray, not just for myself, but for others and giving God glory. And so it just, you know, practice, let me say that, practice, because a lot of times we pray, but we don't know how to pray or what to pray for. And so um, I just wanted to say that because it reminds me, but then the practice is a whole different story. The, the, obe- the obedience and discipline, you know, uh, and I was still, you know, and it says even in Matthew, when you pray, this is how you pray. If you just say the Lord's Prayer, it covers a lot just in that. So I just wanted to thank you because it just reminded me that, you know, prayer does change things. You know, my mom is you know, um, declining and she's not eating and, you know, she hasn't been, um, you know, herself or, you know, she's like, why is God keeping me here? And I asked her, did you ask him? Are you talking to him? And so, you know, I just want to thank you because, you know, God is good. He's allowed me to pray with my mother who taught me how to pray. Thank Amen. you. Wow. That is, that is so powerful. So, so thank you for sharing that. And, and thank you to, for giving back to the person who initially gave to you, and that is your mother as well. So I also want to say thank you, especially to Sister Barbara Cockrell. Uh, I know you don't do it to be shout out, but I just thank God for you. I have members who don't even sow into my life, and that every time I do have an opportunity to serve, you always are sowing into my life. So I thank God for you. And just so, you know, again, into you, love, peace, joy, liberty, as well as some increase your way. Amen. Thank you so much, sister. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning again, brother. This is Al. I just uh, want to appreciate uh, First of all, happy birthday to you, my brother, and happy Father's Day. Thank you, sir. Um, I just appreciate your your, your coordination of, of, of relation. Yes, I'm a, a Jordan fan myself. Um, it's the coordination of the greatness, but also when you mentioned about the preparation behind that, and when yeah. you, in order for you to execute, I like my brother's, uh, <laughs> I've been reading this book by uh, Eric Thomas, he's like, execute on, <laughs> but you execute on, so it's like, when you execute, as his Eric just did a lot of times, but we know it's, it's very key, and in order for us to get there, it, it costs for us to, to put it into practice, you know, when we yeah. are, in order for us to be <clears throat> effective in our prayers, we got to get into practice of it, you know, act like you've done it before, but just keep doing do it, you know, and keep building on it, man. you know, um, I mean, that's what helped me. I was a shy person, but amazingly, I'm a talkative person, but I'm a powerful praying person because God has given me that gift, but the thing about this is, execute, you know, execute on it, execute on your jobs, execute with your family, you know, and it's, 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 just remember that you're not by yourself when you're doing it, so thank you, my brother. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Al. Happy Father's Day to you as well, and God bless you also. Let's execute, brother. I love it. Amen. Anyone else? Hey, Pastor Daryl. Good morning. Happy early Father's Day. Uh, This is Christina Joy. I wanted to um, just mention how um, when you said when Peter asked for him to let him come out there, and walk mm-hmm. on the water, that that was a prayer. And sometimes, I guess I, I just thought he was making a statement, but when you understand he was talking to Jesus in prayer and a conversation, sometimes mm-hmm. it's the little five-year-old prayers, as I call them, that get answered quickly. You know what I'm saying? And 
and yep. we overcomplicated thinking we have to go through like the ACTS acronym and you know give him all this five ten minutes of thankfulness and, and thank you for everything and go down this list before we give our request and just you know what I'm saying and then sometimes you can just say to him like you know what Please don't help Lord with this, please. Thank you. And then you'd be like, boom, and get answered. Wait a minute. So it's, you know, it's so amazing how hard that is. Because he knows our heart. And that's what the end of the day, that's all it is. He knows our heart. So thank you. <laughs> Ooh, Christina, Christina, you have just absolutely put a joy in my spirit. You got me about to shout over here too. I am just so thankful for the sound, the ministry. The, the anointing that's all over your life. I am just grateful, and I'm too like you. Get to the point. That's all I can tell people. Get to the point. And I believe Jesus and God tell us the same thing. Get to the point. So thank you for sharing that also. <laughs> Anyone else? Good morning, Amen. Sister Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Thank God. I wanted to say I thank God for this prayer call. I thank God was if you know for prayer victory because I have the obedience and um prayer on my prayer time where I pray all day long. But I pray uh my time with the Lord is at four AM every day praying for everyone. And my auntie was uh, shot in Houston last week. She's ninety years old and she got shot in the chest. And so mm. uh yesterday, hey, hey, I went into fasting hey. and prayer, and I had put her on the, uh, and told the care of victory about her. He's up and walking. So, Jesus, <laughs> I thank you, Lord. And I know he has to pray. Because hey, hey. Because she's oh, and walking with her lungs kind of jealous. But, hey, hey, God, you answer prayer, and I thank you so much. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. That's my hey, about Hallelujah to you, Lord. Glory. <laughs> he did it. Oh, Lord Jesus, that she's up and strong. And I, they got one guy, but I still keep them in prayer. Uh, the, the guys that did, got two of them, but they need prayer. And I'm asking God to deliver them or whatever they're going. I don't know where they but it's just a, you know, even though they were wrong, it don't matter. God still loved them as well. And they, usually I would have anger and, a, uh, you know, want to uh, revere that kind of, no, no, no. My heart was set to pray for them as well. So I thank you. God bless you. Hey, hey, happy birthday and happy Father's Day. Thank you. Hey, man. Sister, hey, hey, hey. Not hey, only hey. did God do it, but hey, 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 God still doing it. I bet, I yeah, bet you better give yeah. it some praise up in here. Thank He's you, still Jesus. doing hey, it. Hey. Hallelujah. Thank you, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. He's still doing it. He's still moving. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory thank be to God. Lord, hey, Lord, hey, 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 I just want to say I love you. Thank God for you. Thank you for creating, allowing God to use you to create this platform so that we can come together in prayer. And I just thank God for just who you just flow. 
I just thank God for for the flow that's in you, the vibe, who you are. Thank you just for being you. So all the fathers, happy Father's Day. Let's just continue to lift up our men in prayer like never before each and every day, as well as everyone that we come in contact with. Amen. With that being stated, all hearts and minds in order. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, as we prepare to take on this day, that, Father, we walk, Lord God, in prayer. We are talking in prayer. We are seeking your guidance, your direction, Lord God. Father, release, Lord God, right now, revelation into our spirit, strategies, Lord God, God-given ideas, Lord God, not good ideas, God-ordained ideas. Lord, I pray that prayers are answered, testimonies will come, Lord God, for we are encouraged by the word of God's testimonies on this morning. And God, I just thank you for each and every person on this line. Bless these fathers like never before. Allow them to be honored, Lord God. Allow them to feel loved, Lord God. To allow them, Lord God, even those that have stepped out, Lord God, of their position, that, Father, you can make up time, Lord God, through prayer, that they begin to come back into the place of a position and authority in the family. And, Lord, we just declare victory on this day, on this weekend, and for the rest of our lives. And, Father, we will forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in Jesus' matchless, mighty name we pray. Amen. Everyone have a phenomenal, fantastic Freedom Friday. Happy Father's Day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed day, everybody.